Hello, I'm Jeremy. That is SP3. Oh, we can't. We're not on Sean Ross Sapp's Twitter because he got banned. I forgot. <laughs> Wait, what? What did Sean do? Uh, he called somebody a big dumb bitch on Twitter. <laughs> I just I got the notification that was just like, uh, you're you're not live on Sean Ross Sapp's Twitter. And I was like, oh yeah. He he, he said he was 12 hours, so he should be back pretty soon on Twitter. But yeah, he called somebody a big dumb bitch. And I asked in the chat, I was like, did they ask where the Philly street fight was? Is that why you called them a big dumb bitch? How do you get banned for that? Like there's literal Nazis on Twitter and you just no, get like, banned for calling somebody a big dumb bitch. What is going on? What is going on with Twitter this week? I don't understand, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, but uh, Sean, we're, we're here for you. We're here for you. Sometimes people need to be told that they're a big dumb bitch. <laughs> I'm going to send Sean this link. Just like, do you want to come on here and call anybody a big, dumb bitch? <laughs> come on, Sean. Come on. Oh, <laughs> I'm just going to text him and say, come call people big, dumb bitches. <laughs> there we, go. we need to start titling FMC episodes. This is the big, dumb bitch episode. <laughs> uh, we'll, get, we'll get banned on YouTube for that. No, I don't like just that. BDB. Okay, I mean, we might be able to, might be able to get away with that because when I use like MILF Manor in the title, it's like eh, we don't like you using MILF Manor. Like, it is a literal show. So on I know DLC. What, what do you want me to do? So, so Jeremy, I, I think you're going to be pleased with me, and I know this is the part we talk. We're supposed to be talking about NBA. <sighs> me and the missus watched the first episode of MILF Manor. Let's go! Let's go! It's because of Sat. I blame Sat. I, I, I feel like Sat is the one who, who got you to watch. Because I saw when, when he tweeted that he was watching, I was like, yeah, let's fucking go, Sat. I was like, you see your influence, Jeremy. You're influencing across the across the country. Greatest show ever. Oh, but I'm so disappointed with the show this week. We'll get into it. I was heartbroken, SP3. Absolutely heartbroken with what happened on the show this week. Oh, man. And we'll it's, it. it's funny watching it with the misses. I'm just like, oh, this is the person Jeremy's a mark for. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, second half of the season, it, it's her time to shine. First half, very quiet. Second half, her time to shine. And Kelly shines in the first half. Uh, yeah, yeah. My missus hated Kelly. <laughs> off, the, off the rip. Off the rip. She was like, oh, I don't like her. <laughs> she was just like, I don't like her. <laughs> uh, she, she is an absolute trip in the first half she comes back around so the finale is this week the finale is is this upcoming sunday um i fuck it let's just talk about this now let's be three we're already on the subject we'll, we'll get I'm, let me send ross this link right fast we're breaking the format we ripped up the format uh the format was already we're, we're a half hour late um because and can can i can i say why we're a half hour late yes yes okay totally. uh little harlem was not was not feeling well how's she doing doing okay she's, she's doing better i took her, I, I i i relented and took her to the park because she was just very adamant 
even though she's all stuffy, took her to the park. Of course, there's muddy puddles in the park, and she's Peppa Pig, so she has to stomp up and down in the muddy puddles for a bit. We only did like like 10, 15 minutes, but she's doing better. I woke up kind of raspy in the throat, so hopefully I'm going to be all right. My missus doesn't even want to kiss me today because she was like, this is what you get because my daughter always like, kissy, kissy, and tries to give me a kiss. So I think she gave me the cold, but she's doing better, guys. She's doing better. We got her some medicine. That's why we had to start late it's not because my lakers lost to uh the Knicks <laughs> this week breaking that three game winning streak and anthony davis let me see this is oh, how geez. we usually start fmc is with uh, sp3 rant anthony davis get your stuff together i think we cursed enough for the first four minutes so get your stuff together Eight points, nine rebounds against the Raptors. Everybody was all happy. Like, oh, my God, the Lakers can do it even without their best player delivering. But I knew that was just, that was just a, a passing fad. That was just a passing fad. And I was like, no, he needs to play like he's the best player on the court. And then the next game, he has 16 and 15, I believe, against, against the Knicks. And we lose because he got outperformed by the key to the Knicks' success this season is just the right amount of former Laker players because it was it was Julius Randle who was the difference maker for the Knicks. I think he dropped 33. Him and D'Angelo Russell were having a whole back and forth. The former 2016 Lakers were going back and forth. Uh, I, I loved watching it because it, for, for me, who stuck with the Lakers, even in our down times, and I got to see these guys when they were rookies. So it was fun to watch that. It was fun seeing them go back and forth. But man, man, oh man, Anthony Davis, you are the best player in the league. There's a reason I call the league. you. Yes, the league. Yes, the league. You're what? the best player in the league when you choose to be. Because it's either AD means all day or AD means always disappointing. Yes. Yes, and, and and it's usually the latter nowadays, it seems. So you can be the best player in the league when you believe in yourself, but you don't believe in yourself, sir. And that's the reason you've been underperforming these last two games. It's ridiculous. Yes, man, better than Giannis, better than Jokic, better than Luka, better than, every, better than LeBron. Anthony Davis, I believe in you. You have to believe in yourself, sir. This is a motivational speech. I want people that are Laker fans to edit this, to, 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 to clip this, oh, and, clip and tag it to Anthony Davis. Let him know that SP3 believes in you. You just got to believe in yourself. The entire league, SP3. The entire league, not just top five. He's MVP. not even the best player in his own state. Top one MVP. He's not top even the one best MVP. player in California. Top one MVP. He's not even the best player in Los Angeles. He's the best player in Los Angeles. That's for sure. No, he's not. Yes, no, he's he is. Not. No. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's not Who's the best better? player in his Who own better? team. Who better? I think Kawhi is better than Anthony. <laughs> when he plays, he plays he plays less than Anthony Davis. What are we talking about? I don't think so this season. I actually think Kawhi's played more than Anthony Davis this season. Let me check. Let me check. <laughs> Kawhi's been on a heater. 
Kawhi's yeah, been on he a has, heater. He has like, been playing very well the last three games, the three game winning streak. Nah, they, he's been he's been better than that. He's been better the last than three games. The last nah, three games he's been since like the well. All Star break. Kawhi's played forty one games. Yes, I see. I that. don't know if Anthony Davis has or forty one might be. I think he I think he has played forty one games this season. Anthony uh, Davis is 43. 43. Okay. See? Wow. More games than wow. Kawhi Leonard, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. He's on the court more. Wow. Kawhi is better than Anthony Davis. I don't know about that. Nah, he is. LeBron's better than Anthony Davis. I don't know about that. LeBron's better than Anthony Davis. Hey, he's not on the court right now, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, he's not. Hey, he was he's back still... on the bench with no walking boot. Next Monday, he gets reevaluated. He's still not the best player in California. If you want to argue that he's maybe better than Kawhi, I don't agree. He's maybe better than LeBron. I don't agree. He's not better than Steph. I don't even know if he's better than De'Aaron Fox at this I don't, point. I, well, Sacramento is the best team. I, I say they're the hottest team in the Western Conference right now, even hotter than the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, is Nuggets the, are on a losing streak. They're on a losing streak, folks. You know I love to see it, folks. I'm loving to see it. We might get where, man, it, it's not out of the realm of possibilities that the Nuggets continue on this stretch of uh, not playing very well. And we may, because because the, the Kings, the Kings are just five and a half behind. Grizzlies are four and a half behind. You They're never not catching. Know. They're not catching. The never, Nuggets. No. You never I understand, know. like, they've lost three straight. It's not great to, to lose, especially the team's. That they've lost to so can't lose to the Spurs. Spurs are trash. No, what are we doing? Can't lose to the yeah. Nets. Can't well, lose to I, the Nets. What are I'm we doing? Word, my Thunder are going to lose to the Nets uh, tonight. But can't definitely can't lose to the Spurs. I think the Nuggets they might just be bored. Like they, you still you should still like find a way to win one of these games. They might just be bored though. I saw it with the Avs last season. Like once you're once you're just dominating like they've dominated and you don't feel like threatened by these other teams. It's a long season. It's a mental grind. Like they, they just might be bored. And if they are, you know, fine. You got to flip it during the playoffs though. You got to flip it during the playoffs. So we'll see what happens with the, the nuggets. They certainly not good to, to lose these games. Jokic still playing well. Triple doubles apparently don't equal wins anymore, but Jokic nope. is playing well. You know all about that, Jeremy. They, yeah, OKC Russell was Westbrook. winning when he got those triple doubles. That was the whole argument for the triple doubles is the record was something absurd, like 38 and three when he would get one. So it's like, yeah, go get one because otherwise we lose all these games. Like, yeah, go get one. Uh, I will say. So, yeah, Speaking we of, talk- don't you owe an apology to Russell Westbrook? Doesn't everybody owe an apology to Russell Westbrook with how he is acquiesced in Los Angeles? These aren't past they, three games, aren't, aren't they? Aren't they still three and four with him? It takes a little while to to get uh, the to get the fit together. It takes a mm. little bit. He's figured it out. He's mm. he's figured out quicker than they ever figured it out with the Lakers. Took them a season and a half, and they could never figure it out. Just took them this seven games here. This is true. I mean, he had nine points, six rebounds, five assists against uh, the, the, the Grizzlies against less the than Raptors. ten shots. Less than have I told the story uh before? I put Russell Westbrook. I want to see if I can pull up this call. Russell Westbrook shot count. I put Russell Westbrook on a shot count uh in OKC, which 
is absurd because this was when, uh, you know, he was kind of more peak of his powers. This was the Kevin Durant season, season, I believe. And I was like, this man is just shooting way too much. And then, of course, he just continued to shoot way too much. Um, I was like, he just he needs to be. Here we go. January 5th, 2017. This is when I wrote this column. All right. I don't know what how old that makes me. I don't even know what, what year that was. <laughs> you said January 15th, yeah. what? January 5th, 2017. G- 2017. Okay. okay. So the 2016-2017 season, which I think was the MVP season, if I yeah, it was. Yeah. So oh, I was putting this I was, man on a I was shot still count. In my, I was still in my twenties, ladies and gentlemen. The good old days. Were you really? Jeez. I'm still in my twenties. I guess I was technically still in my Yeah, 20s. you were still in your 20s still. We're the same age. I don't know. I'm thinking like 20. That's why double, I'm thinking like we were 20. we were born double double Kobe. Double yeah, Kobe. Double Kobe. <laughs> double Kobe. Kobe. I put this man on a shot count because this he was taking absurd amounts of threes. Here was my idea of Westbrook shooting just way too much. Uh hold on. Threes, blah blah blah. I I wrote oh I wrote way too much. Right, way way too much. This this is when so it was just for his three pointers. Now uh-huh. six years later we can just go shots all together. Okay, three point shot count. He gets one three per quarter. If he makes one, he can take another. Chances are he'll take it on the next possession because Russ <laughs> loves. Absolutely loved. If he no makes patience. a three, if he makes a three, he was gonna shoot one next possession, hundred percent. And if he misses, he doesn't get another shot until the next quarter. He doesn't get another three until the next quarter. I, I had exceptions of like you know end of quarter if he wants to jack one up with like less five seconds. Fine, that doesn't count until his, his shot, uh, or that doesn't count as like his his one shot. And I said if it's a close game. He could he could get one because this is when it was clutch. He was clutch that season, so he could get that. This is what he basically needs uh, nowadays, right? Just a shot, one shot per quarter, and if he makes the shot, he gets another one. Otherwise, he didn't get one. They, you know, why they've won the last three games? SP three. It's because, because he's averaged seven points. <laughs> he's taken less than ten shots. He ain't shooting the ball much he's taken less than 10 shots in these last three games that's what he needs to be he doesn't need to take these shots i'm way ahead of my time i'm a motherfucking genius sv3 way ahead of my time when it comes to the rules of russ way ahead of my the rules of russ ladies and gentlemen (laughs) we got a new title to the show scratch uh bdb it is now rules of russ by jeremy lambert that's gonna be the new book you're gonna be a bestseller Look at these the rules youngins. A shock was thirty. Oh, I guess that's a yeah. He's he's not a youngin. Trey was nineteen. God damn. God damn. Trey. Bless Cher you. Delaware was was twenty three. God damn. Cher, bless you. You're youngin. These youngins. What can you do? Anthony Davis is not the best player in California. Russell Westbrook is. That's right. He's the best player in the league when he chooses to be. I agree. Russell Westbrook is the best player. No, I'm talking about Anthony Davis. <laughs> Anthony Davis. Antoine Davis. Antoine Davis. 
Antoine Davis can be the best player in the league when he chooses to be. I believe in you, Anthony. I believe in you, Anthony Marshawn Davis, the the junior. Yes. I thought I was going to say the third because I'm a third. But yes, junior, I believe in you, Anthony Marshawn. Please believe I believe in you. But we got to talk about another team in the West, Jeremy. The team that, uh, you know, I've, I've said a lot of bad things about. But honestly, on this date, what is it? What is the date? Uh, March 14th, <laughs> 2023. I just want to say I'm sorry, Phoenix Suns fans. I know you were all happy. You thought you thought you won the NBA championship. A shock was in our chat, being like, "The road to the finals starts now." Oh, three games in, it was looking all fine and dandy. And then on the pre-game slip, the season is ruined. Kevin Durant, what is going on? We got Kevin Durant out. We got LeBron James out. Luka Doncic has been out. Kyrie's been Dallas. out. Dallas, Dallas. By the way, they got to figure something out because uh, they can't afford to not have Luca and Kyrie out. They need one of them. Is they they're slipping now? The West is the absurd. whole West. The whole West is a mess right now. You got that. I just named all those top players that are out because of injuries. Then you got John Morant over here getting his getting his shotgun Willie trips. Exposed in the New York Post, and now he's got to get count. He's got to be in a counseling program. And this, this is the thing, though. Like I, I talked about this over on the True Hill Heat Sports YouTube channel, it, it, and and I think that there's a there's a point to be made, and it's because I'm a parent, I look at things differently. We got to look at uh, Jaw's father here, and there has to be some accountability for him because we got to ask the question. Has he made his relationship with his son more of a friendship than uh, than being a father? Because he should have been stepped in when all this started. I don't I don't know why it had to escalate to this point where he's getting his power aid ads uh, pulled. You know, Nike saying that they're staying pat, but John might not be back for the rest of the season. This is a guy that was supposed to be one of the faces of the league. And now he's not going to be here for probably the rest of the season. We don't know if he's going to come back in the playoffs. This has totally changed the trajectory of where the Memphis Grizzlies thought they were going to be at this point of the season. This is, I mean, this is like one of the most confusing and baffling states of a star player that I've seen in quite some time. I have no idea what's gonna happen with Ja. I'm, I'm wait- like they said two games initially, and it was like, yeah, that that ain't enough. And now it does look like at least the rest of the regular season, which is probably for the best. Who knows? I don't know if you want to have okay, sit out the regular season. Now let's come back and deal with the pressure of the playoffs because that I don't know if that ends well. If, like after a bad playoff loss or, or something happens, like how that goes like maybe it's best you just step away for this entire season and then work on the off season and then come back next season but maybe you also just want to face things and get maybe basketball is good for him and being with his teammates is good for i don't know i'm not going to pretend like i know the psyche 
of Ja Morant or what is healthy for Ja Morant. I agree with you on his dad um, because we, we've seen T Morant. We've seen him at the games. He's sitting front row. Most of them, he's getting into arguments with Shannon Sharp. There always felt like there was more of a living vicariously through my son type of thing. And like when your son is a big star and everything and doing all this, I, it didn't seem like it was the best course of action, especially if now with the, the way Ja is going about things. It seemed like maybe there, there should have been more of like reeling back in on that. Again, I'm not going to pretend to know the relationship or, or how that goes. Ja was clearly, at least in, in my opinion, not always aligned with the best people if this is how the people around him they're gonna put lasers on members of the Pacers staff allegedly and do things like that and they're gonna feed into this a little bit clearly not always aligned with the best people and somebody somebody it, it doesn't have to be his dad it doesn't have to be a member on the team doesn't have to be a friend it's got to be it does have to be someone who is close to him and he will listen to though and so that's why you would look at hey maybe it should be his dad maybe it should be a close friend or a close member of the team somebody needed to and needed to step in and just be like hey we got we got to do this it trey like saying just a vet like I don't know Ja Morant's relationship with somebody like Steven Adams. Steven Adams has been in the league a long time, seen a lot of things. And, and he Steven had that Adams, team meeting. He was the one that led that team meeting yeah. before Ja had to like take time away. Right. So you can say, like, a, oh, a vet needs to step in and do these things. But some of these young players ain't got respect for the vets like that. Like, and this is not a Ja Morant issue. This is just a league thing. Is like some players are just gonna be like, I don't need to listen to this guy. I'm my own person. So, yeah, I, I don't know if it needed to be a veteran, if a veteran like was going to get through uh, with that. It, you know, I think it needed to be as someone who has known him longer, someone who was closer to him to, to say these type of things. And I'm gonna be saying all this is going to work. You know, SP3, we're parents. We we give advice to kids. We 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 were kids. Our parents gave us advice. Did we always listen? No. Do our kids always listen to us? No. No. It doesn't <laughs> it doesn't mean they're bad parents. It doesn't mean we're bad parents. It's just sometimes shit just doesn't get through, right? So yeah. maybe, maybe Jaw's dad T did try to tell him all of these things. We only know what we see on TV and what we've seen on TV doesn't always paint team Morant in the best light because he is out there just getting get in arguments with Shannon Sharp, trying to be a uh, center of attention in, in some cases. And it did look like he just wanted to be like, Hey, look at my son, my son faces the league. Let me get on camera somehow. It was not always the best look. But we don't know what was going on, what they were having, what they were saying in their private conversations. Yeah, yeah. Not, I'm, this is not me trying to, like, condemn him for being a bad parent. It's it's the perception, like you said. It's the perception of how it looks, that he's been totally fine with getting the courtside seats and he maybe needed to, maybe even publicly, because it, it became a public thing. Like, to for people who don't know basketball, I'll explain this whole situation. Basically, John Morant 
is was viewed in many ways as the future superstar of the NBA. He came in the same draft as Zion Williamson, and he was the best player of that draft, even though Zion had all the hype. He had the bubble performance uh, last year. The Memphis Grizzlies were a top two seed in the in the West. He looked like he was on the rise. A lot of people said he was most improved. He was most improved, and he was an MVP candidate for this coming season. And everything has transpired from what happened last summer after that magical season that he had with the Memphis Grizzlies, where he was like basically had a whole group of teenagers at his like home court and they were all, you know, playing and he was basically like running like a, basically like a summer basketball camp. And one of the one of the teenagers got got slick in the mouth with him. And instead of him just talking to the kid. He pulled up on the kid with a bunch of his friends and decided that he was going to he was going to beat that kid's ass. And, and and all of this has come to the to the to the light over the last couple of months. And he's going to he might get, you know, he's the, the kid is uh, pressing charges against him and all of that. Uh, then you had the whole situation where uh, people in his party pulled out guns on Pacers staff members on the Indiana Pacers on another NBA team, which is just ridiculous when you really think about it. And mind you, this was even before the, the whole thing with the teenager became public information. That it been happened. That was the first thing that really happened, but it didn't become public information until after the his the people in his party pulled out guns on the Pacers staffers. Then he had the whole situation where he goes to a strip club, and mind you, NBA players go to strip clubs like all the time. They got the they got the income to go to strip clubs as much as they want, and I don't blame them at all. Lemon they ain't got to wait in line. They ain't got to pay for that buffet either. They don't have to go through the metal detector and stuff. Like, obviously, (laughs) because we we, (laughs) we found that out from John Morant because no one would have known John Morant was at a strip club until he decided his ass decided to to get on IG Live and not just say, you know, hey, I'm at a strip club. I'm having fun with my friends. He pulled out a guy. He pulled out a Glock. Like his name was Arn Anderson. He pulled out the Glock in the middle of the strip club. Why you got titties in his face? Why you need a gun? Why you need a gun when you got titties in your face? I don't understand this. And he just had to expose all of that. And now it's become public information to the point that the New York Post reached out to the strip club, Shotgun Rillies, in Denver, Colorado, and got all that information. Mind you, this is now a public service announcement for the Shotgun Rillies. Um, staffers, employees, and ownership. You done messed up now. This this man spent fifty thousand dollars in your establishment over two days, and he ain't never coming back again because y'all snitch. Where I'm from, we learned a long. I learned a long. No, time they tried. Ago. They tried to help. They tried to help Ja. They tried to I help. Learned, he was I, the one on Instagram. He, they tried to help him. Be like, Ja was great. Ja was so nice. Ja spent all this money. They're trying to help this man. He was so generous. He donated this to this young woman's yeah. college fund. <laughs> yeah, he put, he's putting these girls through college. <laughs> I ain't never been to a strip club. A woman shaking ass. I'm just trying to diversify my portfolio. 
Shake it. Scott, Chris Rock Watch, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just he just they exposed that whole information. He ate there though. Like that nah, I, I think that's the type of information that we <laughs> It is not snitching. I agree. <laughs> it is not snitching when he brought out Glock on Instagram Live all the titties was in his face. Exactly. And it was not it snitching. They true. tried to help him and was true. like Ja, ja came in there like old oh, oh, oh Saint Nick, just just giving out the bags of money. <laughs> and, then, and then they crapped on the Denver, Denver Broncos and Denver Nuggets players. They were like, yo, he, they be throwing quarters at, at the Exactly. <laughs> they were trying to help Ja. He's out here making it rain. He is they the were doing good publicity for that man. He's he screwed himself up with the IG Live. Yeah, he, he done messed up. Uh he's 23 years old, so we could we could say, you know, he still has a lot of growing up to do. But man, he done messed up, he done messed up the bag. He done messed up the bag. The whole league was at his hands. And the the other thing is when he pulled up on the crew, I was like, oh, no, he still got that hood mentality. Then I did further research. This man's from the suburbs. That's worse, though. That's worse. Because when you are black and from the suburbs, you feel like you got to overcompensate. And I feel that's what this whole thing is. I think that's where it all circulates from. If they, if he was from the hood and he's doing all this stuff, I was like, you could take the, I would just go with the saying, you could take the boy out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of the boy. When you are from the suburbs though, you are, you have, you have basically made your life in trying to become hood. Like that is, he is still in the process of fully trying to embrace the hood. So that is why he is acting in this matter. We got a, we got a lot of eight mile references. Yes. Eight mile references. Uh, I know another one. His real name's Clarence. His real name is Clarence. <laughs> Clarence's parents have a real nice marriage. <laughs> Ain't no such thing. It's halfway crooks. <laughs> no. <laughs> I used to know all the all the lines from those battle raps, like all three of them. That and it was crazy uh, yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday. I, I remember Lotto. Lotto was my favorite. Lotto, Lotto called won. me the leader. I'm mad. I had to kill that dude from Winnie the Beaver. Like I that that line hit me yesterday when I. <laughs> <laughs> But that's that's a whole nother situation. But Lotto was my favorite, and I loved uh, B Rabbit's response to Lotto, looking like a cyclone hit you, tank top <laughs> screaming, "Lotto, I don't fit you." I had that on DVD. Fuck I played it. You that can so take many the mic home with you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I really want to like just go off and do the whole thing, but I'm afraid I'm gonna fuck it up and look stupid. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fully, fully do it. No, that yeah. movie is classic, man. That's oh, a, it is. That's, that's it one, is. one of my favorite movies ever. Yo. I gotta get the wife to watch it. I don't think she's ever seen it. It's very disappointing. She doesn't. It's a family movie. She doesn't like movies about it family. Is. Doesn't want to watch uh, Fast and Furious, even though that's all about family. Oh, eight mile is about family it's about parenting as well just <laughs> get her mindset when it comes to this stuff it's a great movie though it's a great movie it is. It is. who's making the playoffs in the west sv3 it, well, it changes week to week who do you have right now making the playoffs in the west the eight i don't want the play in don't give a okay. shit about the play in 
Oh, you want me to, to predict who's going to win the play-in as Who's well. going to win the play-in, yes. All right. So, Nuggets, I think, are staying pat at number one. Yeah, yeah. Despite... Let's, let's, assume, let's assume the Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings, and even though the Suns without Durant, the Suns actually are not as, as much in the lead. I think they're fine. Uh, yeah. Even without Durant, I think they're fine. They're, they're, um, they even even though though since Durant uh, left, they are coming back down. They were on their way up to the top three, yeah. uh, kind of echelon, and now they're they're similarly kind of coming back down into the the the, the, the whole the whole jam pack uh, of this four of uh, five through twelve in the West. But I, I think the Suns are going to finish at probably number four. I think the Warriors, the Warriors, they're inconsistent. Trust me. They, inconsistent they is an understatement. It, it is understatement. They're on a seven-game home winning streak <laughs> and an eight-game road losing streak. I've Inc- never seen anything like this. This isn't inconsistent. This is just Jekyll and Hyde right here. I do not they're understand. They're Joe Goldberg. They're Joe Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was talking, I was talking to, to Samer and and this is after they they lost the road game before they they beat the Bucks. Bucks didn't have Giannis, but the Bucks kind of threw that game uh, away. But still, Steph with the shots he was hitting at the end, uh, absurd. Uh, yes. They beat the Bucks and then they beat the Suns at home. They're twenty nine and seven at home, best home record in the league, seven and twenty six on the road, which is the four, third worst in the West, fourth worst overall record on the road and the teams that are worse than them are not playoff teams. They're already, they're actually already eliminated from playoff contention. It's the Pistons, Spurs and Rockets. Those are the only teams worse in the West. They're the only team outside of those teams without double digit wins on the road. It is absurd how bad they are. Like it's really inexplicable how bad they are on the road. But same team. It ain't like, you know, Steph ain't playing on the road. Clay ain't playing on same team. It's it's insane. They're still gonna make it because they're still a good team, and they but they got a five game road trip coming up. They're gonna they're gonna have to win a couple of these games here. They're gonna have to yeah. win a couple. Of, they can't go zero and five. Like and you then know, they might and, not make it. And if you're the if you're the Suns, you much rather face Clippers in the first round than the Warriors after after uh, Saturday. Saturday, that performance by Steph. That was that was Steph Curry playoff. That was playoff Western Conference. Steph Curry. It, okay, but like if you get the Warriors, they gotta they gotta win it ro- on the road. They've shown nothing that they can win on. This is a season long issue. This is not like a small sample size. This is a season long issue with them on the road. This is this is thirty six games on the road. You well, only well, play forty one. Steph- Steph is is getting healthy now. I I I, I have faith that they're going they're going to flip the switch. They're going to flip the switch. But they, again, this switch. is a season long issue. This is not a thing of like, hey, we we have not ten games. Ten games we haven't played well on the road. We'll figure it out. This is thirty six out of forty two out of forty one. It's an issue on the road. It is. It is. It's an issue. I still think the Warriors make it. Clippers. I think the Clippers are fine. I think, I, think the, I think the I think the Clippers are fine. So this is where it you can you can swap it out. Warriors, Clippers, either or. Um, I'm gonna go Lakers at seven. Okay. Lakers are gonna be at seven place. And I will take the Mavs. The Mavs at eighth place. That's see, that's what conventional 
thinking says to me as well is that the Lakers, a play-in game, you don't want to face them. You don't want to face the best player in the league when he sets his mind to it and puts his back into it, Anthony Davis. And you don't want to, <laughs> and you don't want to face Dallas with Kyrie and Luca. Like you would think that play-in games, they're they're going to show up and they're gonna they're gonna win these games. Minnesota playing a lot better than I, yeah. I gave them credit. Defensively, they they got they they don't offer much defensively. Anthony Edwards continues to play great though. Um, they're with McDaniel's. They're starting to figure it out. Conley's been a stabilizer for them. I don't know how that looks when Towns comes back because the Towns go bear duo wasn't looking too hot before no. Towns got hurt. Now you're going to reinsert him into the lineup. How does that look? My only question is why hasn't the NBA just started calling Anthony Edwards by his true nickname, Kermit? <laughs> why is he Kermit? Huh? Wasn't that his name? Wasn't his name? Oh, was that his name in? In oh, hustle, <laughs> it, uh, see, I I just call him Anthony Edwards, but yeah, you, you I, might be right. I think it was I think it was like Kermit or something like that. Yeah, what was his right. name? Uh, sure. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Fair. Um, the Pelicans, man. Apologies to to our guy, uh, Professor Nick, but Pelicans just kind of trash. Without Zion, they've been kind of trash. CJ McCollum has unfortunately taken a turn for the worst. For them, Ingram can't stay healthy. I said it last week, maybe it was even two weeks ago. I didn't believe in the Jazz. I thought they would fall off, and they're 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 slowly falling off. And look, they've had a great season. All credit to them. I thought they'd be much worse than they were going to be. Warren Marketing's my my most he's, improved player. Yeah, he's been killing it. He's been killing it. They all credit to him. Uh, but they they've fallen off. Uh, my Thunder, I, I I just can't buy them. They they actually have a better um a better point differential than the Warriors. Like they have the fourth best point differential or fifth best in the West, but they're, you know, tied for 10th right now. I, I can't buy them just because, you know, I, I don't, I don't buy into my teams more often than not. And there hasn't been a lot of evidence that they can be like super consistent and win the games they, they need to win. They got the nets tonight. Oh, that's a, fairly every game at this point is a big game for these teams in the west i gotta there's only like 20 games remaining you gotta you gotta win these games i think even less less than that like, yeah we gotta win these games. the lakers only have 14 games left okay so yeah yeah there, there's only 14 15 games remaining for a lot yeah. i'm thinking nhl hockey there's still like 20 games um so you gotta you gotta win these games and you know, all these games are big games you can't afford to lose any of these so you gotta beat these teams that you probably should beat and the Thunder, I understand the Nets have a good record, but let, let's be honest, since the Durant trade and the Kyrie trade, they are who they are. You, you're at home. You probably got to find a way to win this game if you want to sniff the, the I, I, I'm surprised they're not already, like, out of playoff contention. They they played, like, 500 ball pretty much since losing Kyrie and KD. Oh, they, they, had a big, they had a big, like, lead in there. Yeah, they like, did. They did. They did. They, they had a gigantic lead, and so that's why I don't think they're going to fall. That I mean, they're. they're I think they, they, I think they make the playoffs. The play yeah, I think, yeah, they, they'll, I they'll think make, they make the playoffs because because the heat the heat is just as inconsistent heat, as yeah. uh, as the Warriors to me. I mean, they're not they're not horrible on the on the road like the Warriors, but they're very inconsistent. I don't see them coming up. I could see the Knicks, uh, you know, taking that five seed from them. 
Uh, and, and if I'm the Knicks, I'd much rather the face the, the Cavs than the Sixers in the first yeah. round. So yeah. I think the Knicks get up to, to the five seed. I think one through four in the East, it ain't changing. I think I think now the Bucks have firmly established themselves as the best team in the East. I don't think that the Celtics will be able to, you know, oversee them. And the, the Celtics have been playing 500 ball Celtics, as of Celtics as of probably got to beat the Rockets if they wanted to take uh have any shot at taking over milwaukee yeah i think milwaukee's gonna finish one in the east i think uh then the celtics then the sixers then the Cavs. i think the knicks will take that five seed from the nets i think the nets will probably finish six then heat and i'm I'm not really believing in the atlanta hawks i think i would take uh but I don't really believe in the Raptors either. So I think Money. by default, I would go with the Hawks. Money Mark says, how long before Atlanta admits Trey Young is the problem? They got uh, Quinn Snyder in there. Quinn Snyder is a very good head coach. Uh, you know, he he coached up Donovan Mitchell. He made Gobert and Mitchell work, at least for the regular season. Then the playoffs, everything kind of got exposed. But he made, yeah. he made that stuff work. Uh, Quinn Snyder, systems are good. I do worry about... You know, does he fully maximize everybody? Because you see Donovan Mitchell in Cleveland compared to in, in Utah, it's a different player. Granted, talent around him is better, fits with him better. I, but I do wonder if he can like maximize the, these young guys and get through to them, especially on a defensive level. Donovan Mitchell's shown more effort defensively in Cleveland than, than he showed in in Utah. Trey Young is, and I like Trey Young. He's a problem. And not in the best way. And I I don't know what you can do. Defensively, he's just he's undersized. The effort's not always gonna be there. It's just, it's going to be an issue. He takes too many bad threes. He he's not Steph. He doesn't move off the ball. That's always been the issue with Trey Young. He doesn't move off the ball enough. They got Deontay Murray, who seemed like a great fit at the time. It hasn't been a seamless type of thing. They've been trying to trade John Collins for about five seasons now, and they can't do that. I think what they need to do this offseason is just get guys who are going to fit with what Quinn Snyder wants to do. They need to trade John Collins. I, if nothing else, just to have that black cloud over just away from them. Because that affects team psyche, John Collins' psyche, whether anybody – wants to like outright say that or not. If you are constantly in the trade rumors, I feel like that would be like, am I going to get traded? This team doesn't actually want me. What's going to happen? And I feel like that's an issue with John Collins. Clearly they don't know how to maximize him the best. It's not the best relationship there. I think you got to trade John Collins, figure that out. You've got to get Trey and Murray working together somehow. There there seems to be an issue with Trey Young though. I, whether they want to admit that or not, I don't know, but at least from what we see on court and the stories we read, there's some type of an issue with Trey Young there. Yeah, I, I don't think they want to admit that though, because if they admit that, then well, he's still, they... still a great player. He's still a great player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still he's still a great player. But if they admit that, then they have to think about a may possibly a future without him. And I don't think they're in the position to even start thinking about that. So I don't think they're ready to admit that just yet. I think that Trey is a great offensive player, but all the stuff that you hear, you know, you read about him, you know, in the locker room or off the court, it's not the best stuff. So unfortunate. 
I, I still think the Atlanta Hawks make the uh, they win the play in and get the eighth seed. I I want to say the Raptors, but I don't know if I believe in them. I, I don't believe in the Raptors. <laughs> if they lose to my Lakers with Anthony Davis scoring eight points and nine rebounds, I can't believe in you guys. And and you lost to to the to the Black Cloud Clippers as well. So let's not hate on the Clippers. I don't the Bulls. I don't know about them. Don't believe in the trust, Bulls either. I'm not going to trust Billy Donovan in, in those situations either. That's my other issue. That's why I said it's, it's the Hawks by default. Yeah, it might be the Hawks by default, honestly. Ugh, it's rough in the East. I mean, congratulations. You get to lose four games to Milwaukee. Good job. <laughs> Yes. Congrats! You get to play all C to lose to you get to play for one one longer week. That's it. Cool. Yeah. Good story, bro. Mike Mike says I love the Raptors, but even I have a hard time putting faith in them. They go on paper; they're not bad. They got a team you would like, but then it's just not working. It's really not working. I like the Raptors. I I like a lot of their players. Um, but yeah. Uh, but all of this will be might be for naught by the time we get here uh, next Tuesday, and the whole West is is topsy turvy. And then I can sing yeah. the theme song to the Jeffersons again if my <laughs> Lakers go on a winning streak. Please go on a damn winning streak, please. What do they play next? You know, we played New Orleans tonight. Oh, that's I mean that. Game. That's a big that game. We're we're tied with we're tied with New Orleans and the Thunder right now, so that's a big game for us. We need to win that one. It's on the road. Uh, then then I'm a little bit more confident because we got the uh, the Rockets on the road, and then we have five games straight at home. So okay. that if we can if we can get out that five game stretch at home, four and one at the very least, and we could pull out one of these games. I'm not too confident about New Orleans based on how Anthony Davis played the last two games, but at least the the Rockets <laughs> nah, game we gotta win. They'll they'll be they'll beat the Pelicans. That's a that's a good it's a good matchup for the Thunder as long as the Thunder win tonight because an OKC win one of those teams has to lose. You get the 10 seed. Oh, ideal, ideal situation for OKC tonight. I don't think they're. I don't think they're beating the Nets though. I don't. I don't think. I. Just, I can't buy them in in these situations. I don't think the Nets are great, but they're still. They got good players and they they play well. Uh, why Why is Cher Delaware the Grinch? Hold on. All right. Anything else what? basketball? <laughs> that, she's think, backstage in her. Her name I, is I the think Grinch. That's... I think that's all for the NBA because we got a lot to discuss with Cher because you you came back from the 3-1 lead. It came back from the 3-1 deficit, ladies and gentlemen. Cher, Cher Delaware, how are you? Green. Are you? You don't look green. Can you not see the bruising? It's Ooh. it's tough. It's a little Hold bit, on. yeah. Solo layout. All right. Oh, okay. Oh, now no, okay. No. Now it's a little bit more noticeable. What happened? Oh, is that that's because yes. Yeah, I missed we last week because I had oral surgery and I still can't move my face. Yeah. Oh no. You green like money. Yeah, I should have been here instead. Well, <laughs> we we won't we won't make you talk too much, Cher Delaware. You Oh, my job has had me on phones since the uh, day after. Well, that's yeah. not nice. We're trying to be nicer what than your job. On? Jeez. I just, I actually just called a provider 
first off, who the fuck answers an office phone? Hello. That's all she says. Doesn't tell, doesn't say like what the, and I was like, uh, hello. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like a casual like, conversation. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I can't understand you. I'm like, well, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm fine. I mean, my jaw hurts, but I just kind of don't move my face when I talk. It's kind of like when I get Botox, only more painful. <laughs> Everybody, if you have not seen the second half of You, uh, season four, Leave. we're going to spoil a bunch <laughs> of stuff. Please, please mute. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be a signal when we're done. With you the, had a whole five U. days. You had a whole five days. Get your life together. Oh, I'm very shocked that that I got through it. The, the wife would go to bed, and I stayed up till like two in the morning one night just like watching it. And she, oh, go ahead. To be fair, you only got through it because me and SP3 gave you. No That's true. Choice. You bullied me. You bullied me into into uh, watching. Because so here's here's what happened is I watched the first episode on like the Thursday, I think on the on like the Thursday that it came out. Maybe maybe it was Friday. Friday. And then like Saturday night or something, I stayed up until two and I watched episodes two, three, and four. And wife not a fan of these. Uh, not a fan of these stress stressful shows, and I'm like, it's not that it's stressful. About family, why? Does yeah, it's all about family. It's all about family. Um, but I was like, it's like because I was explaining episode one to her, and now I don't remember like anything off of these episodes. And she's like, have uh, has he killed anybody? I was like, no. Episode one, like, what? So somebody remind me quickly of like, because it all blends together. For me. Are you and talking about what, the second half or the first half? Second half, second half. We're I'm talking strictly episode second half. Six, of episode. Basically. Yeah, episode, episode six. six. Um, yeah. That's the one that starts off with him basically uh back in the cap. Yeah, back in the stalker cap, and yeah. he's stalking him at his like public speech. Yeah. Um, I don't and that's when we see the lady, the lady yes, the photographer lady that has been super yeah. weird all season. We find out she's a stalker. And okay, I don't okay. believe anybody dies in that episode, though. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't think anybody dies in that. I think episode that's too. the episode where he plants the ear on on her. Yes, it is, and it's right. when um his student sees her go off with um Princess Phoebe or whatever her name is, yeah, Lady Phoebe. Phoebe, whatever. Lady Phoebe. And um, so she's basically the reason that he's able to save her life. Right. So, so this episode, I'm explaining it to, I forgot that's the one where, yeah, Phoebe basically gets captured uh, and, and kidnapped and everything. And then Joe has to save her. And I'm explaining this to her. And she's like, this all sounds very stressful. I was like, nah, no one was going to die. Like you could, you could just kind of tell where this story was going and that like, no, one, Phoebe wasn't going to die in this scenario. I didn't think the, the stalker, the kidnapper, the lady that she was going to like die right then and there. I did. Maybe I thought Joe might stab her as like, Oh, I saved you. Um, right. Type of thing. But I was like, eh, it didn't feel like anybody was about to die in this. Uh, she's like, no, this is all stressful. She heard, she was like halfway asleep. And she heard when like Phoebe is yelling, like, help me get out of here. Get out of here. I was like, ah, she's fine. Somebody's going to save her. She's like, no, no, this is very stressful. Like, nah, 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 she's okay. She's just been kidnapped. It's okay. He's like, no, this is stressful. And then I'm explaining to her other scenarios. And she's like, all oh, this sounds stressful. Like, no, nah, you got to understand the show. Like there's the charm. 
let, let me real quickly on episode six favorite part of this episode when uh kate she's hosting the gala and everything and the guy who works for her dad she later finds out works for her dad he, i don't remember his name he's, he's very unimportant to the show he's very he, unimportant but he popped me the absolute most when he just comes up to kate and he's like i like the fuck and i'm really good at it <laughs> but i'm really good at it it's a curse like i don't want to do it so much but i'm just really good and i just want to fuck that's his delivery that's exactly and, how he and, says and it. he says come on through come yeah. On through. Listen, yeah when somebody comes up to you with that much confidence you gotta test it out i mean you gotta find out if they're legit or not so is that all it takes Ladies, I come up to somebody. I'm not doing this. You, I'm happily you better be able. Is this you better all be it able to back it up, though. We got. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta give the. You gotta give the advice share for the for the single men in the chat that, that need that okay, advice. I actually had a post about this on Twitter yesterday, about how um, there's a thing going around about men who want pure women men keep saying like they don't want a hoe they they want a pure they want children essentially but they want pure women but this guy was like but men they need to be able to be a hoe so that they can be good at sex listen you two are in relationships i'm not commenting on anything most men are still really bad it doesn't matter how long their hoe phase is. They just think that they're really good. So if a guy says that he's really good and he's got the confidence, you're like, eh, we'll see. Nine times out of ten, you're not. Well, apparently, it at least helps you if you just go up and you say you're really good, and then they want to test and find out. And if you're a guy, even if she thinks you're not really good, if you're a guy, you're like, well, matter still <laughs> he's like still i got, got it. in there <laughs> that's the problem that is the problem the guy still gets off and he's like i mean I, uh, it's good for me <laughs> that's an issue with just men all right men take yes. care of your ladies okay yes. take care of your ladies i Damn shame, Rachel Bilson. Didn't we're gonna get have we're gonna have oh. an anatomy class. Yes, yes. We're gonna have an I anatomy class with with Cher Delaware, where I'm gonna teach men where the clit is. This is what we're gonna have. The clit <laughs> commander. I am the clit commander. I am the clit. Commander. When you see the clit, you see this face. You see this face. I'll be up in there like ah. <laughs> Want you to what think a, of this the face greatest, when you were there. True story, guys. When I went to acting school in my college days, that is my monologue that I use. It's the quick command <laughs> monologue from Jay and Silent Brom Strikes Back. I just want to, that is a true story. Oh my God. Uh, people are very confused. Like, what are they talking about? What are they, what are they talking about? It's a Jay and Silent Bob. Uh, <laughs> reference and then the other references are just we're trying to let you know take care of of, of the lady first all right be a, be a gentleman when it come when it comes to that make sure they're coming before you're coming that's all i'm saying what are we talking about <laughs> i don't know <laughs> sb3 i popped on the rachel bilson reference because i read that 
as well. And you know, we're we're OC brother here. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> I I was like, no, what are we doing? Rachel, I was like, Seth, no, Seth Cohen, you Seth betrayed Cohen. us. You disappointed us, Seth. She she called him and Hayden Christensen out so uh, hard without even saying their names. And then everybody okay. was like, I will be I will be fair to, to them. She did say from penetration. All right. So like I'm I'm not an expert. So all she on... said was that they have bad penises, essentially. <laughs> they get your a stroke, zero on the big game. That does not laughing. mean that does not mean they were not taking care of, of her in other That's ways. Fair. Okay. That's fair. She still could have been taken care of in other ways. This is true. fair. But from what I read is a, <laughs> a lot of women that just the That's true. The penetration, it doesn't always yes. happen. Yes. For for most women, it is not. They can cannot with penetration. But even if she wasn't shading them, we know who she was putting yeah. over with that comment. Yes, we do. <laughs> no hater. My God. This he probably is, this got is on Twitter. Yes. He probably got on Twitter and was like, why am I trending? <laughs> <laughs> She's put him over before of saying like that he's got a big dick. So yes. she she said like in a podcast like I miss his big dick. Oh my god, this is the life I want to live. <laughs> Missing big but, dicks. How did how did how did our you recap got to this, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> because that guy talking? had a good stroke. Game. Yeah, that, that's the. <laughs> And so he came up and he was like, I like to fuck and I'm good at it. And then it turned into this. I mean, I don't know. At least that guy didn't die like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, he didn't die. That's the that's the good part. Okay, <laughs> let's get back. Funny. Let's get back on track with, with you. My God, this show off the rails. <laughs> so <sighs> Joe gets propositioned by Kate's father. And is like, you know, the stalker wants, uh, or, or Reese wants Joe to kill Kate's father. Kate's father's like, well, what if you kill Reese? And then they, they leak the story. Reese goes off to his cabin. So Joe kills Reese, right? And and the father knew who Joe was. Yes, yes. Was Didn't know who saying. Joe was. Yeah. Kills Reese. And then the big twist comes is that he kills Reese. He thinks, oh, here we go. You know, he wants to find out what Marianne is because Reese says he has Marianne. The Reese in his head has yeah. met as Marianne. And we got, we, got, we got tipped off at the very beginning when um he gets to the door of Reese and Reese is like, who are you? Yes, but that when that happened, off. yes, a little bit of a tip off. But see, when that happened, I thought Reese might have just been like, I ain't acknowledging this fucking person. <laughs> like i'm just acting like well, you man. do not exist yeah. yeah and then that's what i thought when like he was like who are you and he shut the door i was like oh well of course he's not gonna be like oh shit i'm surprised to see you here he's just gonna act like he has no interest in, right. in this stuff that's what i thought so and then he kills reese and then we see suit reese come into the picture i legitimately i haven't done drugs in a while <laughs> i thought that i was on drugs and i'm like I'm no, I, like, I really can't. I'm just on hydrocodone. I really can't do drugs right now. <laughs> I thought that I was like, am I high? It, does this motherfucker have a twin? That was my first thought. I was yeah. like, he has a twin. And here's this twin walking into the picture of like, well, you just and, killed my brother who didn't actually didn't know you. 
And I think the, that, the the next episode is when we see everything that happened with it's the flashback, Joe, yeah, with yeah, Joe and yeah. Marianne. So I was like, I was like during that whole thing and no. finding out how episode seven ended. I'm like, is this guy like a doppelganger, a shapeshifter? I like thought... I was so confused. <laughs> I, I I legitimately thought it was a twin because the whole thing was that, or like a brother that looked exactly like him. Because the whole thing was he didn't know who his dad was, and then he found out that or whatever that he was rich and you know that was like the whole thing at the beginning and then i was like well i guess that makes sense as to how he's been like able to do everything that he's there's two of him i was so confused but i would just like to say that man looks like a serial killer (laughs) (laughs) yes reese yes yes reese does (laughs) i thought i thought reese had a twin and he killed the one who no one knew about and then when they did the Marianne flashback and she is like explaining how she ended up and all of this, I was so ready to just believe Joe, so ready to believe that this man had changed and that he was good. I'm thinking Marianne does not recall this. She is thinking that all of this is Joe when it was actually all Reese. And that's going to be the twist here is that they are actually in cahoots with each other and it is the twin and everything, but Reese is doing all of this. And but she, of course, is remembering it as Joe telling it as Joe. Turns out, no, Joe is very fucked up in the head. He has his dark passenger shout out as to if Dexter. we didn't know that. Yes. And <laughs> he was actually killing all these people and having conversations with himself and everything. Uh, and Simon, Simon says, uh, always knew Joe was hallucinating connection to Reese. Their interactions were too cut off from everyone else. And that was the point brought up in the yeah. show of like, yeah, and, you were just talking to nobody and you didn't realize and, it. Uh, if you remember in the first half, every time someone died, they basically gave you an image of Joe doing it. But then they yeah. were like, they immediately like scrapped it off because mm-hmm. they show him, they show Joe killing Malcolm in the beginning. They showed Joe uh, killing um, the, the girl at the house when they were all at the house. But they were all like, oh, no, no, that's just Roll saying that. That's just Joe thinking yeah, that right. he did that. Like, they just wiped it off. But the whole time, they were telling us that, yes, it's still Joe. Yeah. Well, and I think that the most confusing part about that for me, like, I guess it's supposed to be that he didn't want to be a killer anymore you know like he was trying to move on from that but it's just like who he is essentially but the fact that he has like a whole split personality essentially that he's doing this and killing these people and then he's so upset because he doesn't want these people to be killed but he's it's just like what like <laughs> you you brought up a good point in our in our group chat share of the most confusing thing was when they're at the 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 big manor party and everything and he locked himself into the burning building and Chain, then escaped himself up yeah yeah, yeah that one up. was like okay how how are we tied i'm gonna and i'm gonna need them to explain that better because yeah, they, they didn't go into they couldn't even do a flashback of that without including uh what's Oops. his face in it Reese, they had yeah. to include Reese in the flashback too, so they're gonna need to explain, and they won't. You know that that'll just be. No, they'll, they'll just move on. They'll yeah, because yeah, we're on. back. We're back in New York now. 
but like you know that they but that part was really the one that like even though there were weird things happening you know prior like every interaction with reese except the funeral where he's speaking and everything is just those two that one is the one that i would have never thought oh he's the one doing this because why why would he be chained up down and i guess he was the one that got loose and everything but if he's the killer why did he get what's his face out too like he could have just been like i can't save you like (laughs) right it would have been i can't save you and then but then Maybe it was like, oh, but if he escaped, then how come the other person didn't escape? Um, I, I that there was supposed to be that there, that was how they were framing him, right? Because they were going to pin yeah. it on him, but then he made the save on that. So it was yeah. a prolonged framing because then they had to end up framing the uh, Phoebe's uh, stalker, and that's mm-hmm. who got framed as, as the Ether Rich killer. So it was, was it was weird. weird. Yeah, I guess it was to get hero sympathy that's the only way you can mm-hmm. really explain it is to get hero sympathy on that and then it was just oh well i'll figure out a new target to frame and of course they did i did but like yeah. that the season was different though i mean yes. i know i was a fan of the first half of the season because i like a whodunit and everybody else was kind of like eh, we'll see how it goes you know but i this was a very unique way to still make him joe but change everything around. I mean, so, it was, and he says that the next season's going to be the last. I mean, that's which what Ken we'll, we'll get, says. We'll, we'll get to, to, to that. Uh, Simon says the writing this season was clunky and far-fetched at times. Thankfully the acting, the writing is always far-fetched. That's why the I love writing is it's always fucking absurd. clunky and far-fetched. It's yeah. always that <laughs> it's way. Yeah. It's a very absurd show and uh, they I lean mean, into it more and more. No one would get away with killing this many people <laughs> just like blatantly in front of everybody else and then being like, okay, well, I'm just going to go to California instead. <laughs> and yeah. then they'll never know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an absolutely closed off suburb when uh, we pin everything on my lover's brother uh, yeah. and then everything will be okay. And then I'll go to Paris and chase this girl. Like, yeah, it's always pretty uh, far-fetched. The one thing I do love is is the fact that Joe has always pinned this on somebody else. It's always somebody else's. Oh, yeah. From the very beginning, it's always been like that with him. It was Beck's boyfriend. He's the problem. If I get rid of him, Beck could get to her grand potential. Uh, when you, once he gets rid of him, it's Peach. It's Peaches. She's the she's the problem here. And then with with uh, love, it was the brother was the problem. Her parents is the problem. And then when it was then when he found out that love's just as crazy as him, it's love is the problem. So mm-hmm. like it's always it's always Joe just doesn't take responsibility for and anything. And he's so life. he's so offended when other people kill people he's like how dare you like i, was have, just, my, I have a good reason yes, <laughs> yeah was disgusted by love killing people <laughs> and i'm like bro you cooked her for dinner like what what's happening here <laughs> How is she the bad guy? Like, yeah, like you are crazy. Uh, Only yeah. he is allowed to kill 
Only he is allowed okay. to kill. No one else is allowed to. Can't happen. Uh, he kill. And p- speaking of pinning it on other people, so he kills Kate's father uh, and pins it on the bodyguard of like, oh yeah, money issues and everything. Kate's father is dead. He, he confesses to Kate because he does try to jump off a bridge. And then he confesses to Kate that... And he throws Reese uh, off the bridge first. Throws Reese off the bridge, yes. And then jumps off the bridge himself. And then confesses to Kate, like, I've killed people. She's like, okay, well, just be honest with me. Moving forward, just whatever, sure. You want to kill people? I'll, I'll accept that. Uh, kills her father and pins it on To on be the fair, she killed a bunch of kids with her... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she gave kids cancer, she so... Seems- she seemed remorseful for that. Joe just is like, she does. I don't know. I, she seemed, she was very unlikable. Like, how do yeah. I like Joe Goldberg more than I like you? There's a yeah. problem. Yeah. See, Fair. she's not the, the, the most likable person. By the end of it, you understand because the father was completely horrible himself. Uh, yeah. So you, and especially that, that whole scene where they're talking just before Joe meets up with them, the, the father was completely completely uh horrible but yeah, yeah. It, it's it's really joe the whole time and we haven't even got to the part that the the, the part and i don't think joe told her about killing her father no because because she, so. she tells she tells joe she was like yeah he he died it was because of the bodyguard and yeah, yeah. i don't think he told her that part i think he told her everything else Told her I'm Joe Goldberg. I really killed my my wife. All that other stuff, so they can like get in front of it and sponge his record. But I don't think he told him that. Uh, told her that he's the one that killed the father. But yeah. and also Joe doesn't know about Marianne because the one good thing that nosy Nadia did was have that <laughs> plan with Marianne, and that's good. That might be his downfall. Nosy right, Nadia. So- <laughs> we, find, we do find out that Marianne has been captured uh, for she didn't get, she got on the train, but then she got off the train. Before you uh, continue, I call from I call from jump when we were seeing that scene. I was like, Marianne's in a cage. Marianne's in a cage. I was like, <laughs> we haven't seen the cage the whole season. She's yes. in the cage. Uh, yeah. So we find out he did capture um, Marianne, put her in the cage. So, you know, fed her every, every day and everything. It's fine. Took care of her and stuff. Nadia does snoop around, finds the cage. They come up with this big plan. They want to kill Joe, but uh, Nadia fucks it up and can't get the knife through security. And then the other plan is to fake Marianne's death so she can get out of the cage. And so Joe just leaves her on a park bench. And then go ahead, chair. I just need to know. Okay, you guys have children, so you're going to relate to this. There's only so much shit you can get done in a day. Like, he is a teacher. He's got papers to grade. He's fucking all these people. He's (laughs) killing all these people. When is he finding time to go feed her? (laughs) Doesn't take that long. he, He hadn't become a teacher yet. I don't think he had become a teacher yet. Uh, before he did before he did that stuff with Marianne this was pre-dating where he um uh well he did get he did get the whole uh the whole the whole new new self from uh the, who was it love's father's bodyguard but i, I think mean, that like, he still has her yeah 
But he wasn't feeding her. Remember when when Nadia fired her, she hadn't been fed in a long time because he hits his head on the cage, and then I think that's when he disassociated himself, and he was like, you know what? I'm gonna become a teacher and become Jonathan Moore, and then that's where he goes off. I don't get. Listen, this is why I don't want to date. Sometimes a bitch is just not gonna want you. You don't gotta put her in a fucking cage. Like she, (laughs) she went across the ocean to get away from you, and now you got her in a damn cage. Like sometimes a bitch just doesn't want to date you, dude. It's okay. I don't. And like, what? What are you gaining from putting her in a cage? Do you think she's gonna want to date you more? Like that worked so well with Beck. Yes. I isn't it just like a control thing like at that point like it becomes less about well he had to kill people that's why he forgot her to feed her for a week <laughs> he was off committing murder okay give the he man a break people up and it's yeah. like why is he still getting sick when he's chopping up bodies you've <laughs> chopped up like 50 bodies you put love in a fucking crock pot so like why is and this still own, making you sick yeah, like, why is this still making you sick at this point? Man up, Joe. Come on. But is it is it about control of just like, oh, you're in a cage. You're mine now. It's not even about, like, dating at this point. It's about, like, well, if I can't have you, no one can have you. That is the kind of individual we, we are dealing with here. We need a cross of, like, Farmer wants a wife and Joe. Like Joe Goldberg wants a wife and it's just, you know, he goes on dates with people and he's like, so how many people would you kill for me? Like, (laughs) oh, this would be great. I love this idea. That's that's got to be season five. Just every episode of season five is him on his dating game. Oh, I love this idea. Hire me, Netflix. He cages them because he thinks he can make them submit to his love. Yeah, it's it's a control. It doesn't work. Well. No, he doesn't know that. He's fucked up in the head. He doesn't know these things. He doesn't know these things. So he he finds out that... That's what he gets uh, for reading so many fucking books. Quit reading books. I agree. I agree. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So finally all comes full circle with him. He admits everything to Kate. Uh, Marianne gets free. He finally, he realizes all of this stuff. He finds Nadia at his home. With, with everything and he goes he catches how, nadia he catches elliot go ahead SPP. Can, we, can we just discuss how calm he was <laughs> oh <laughs> like that, yeah that was the most disturbing thing well he, he nadia and he's so calm he's like let me he'd already me, killed what, elliot by this your, point what, yeah yeah he's like what's your what's your code oh yeah oh. yeah <laughs> delete these pictures uh delete these pictures you know we can work this out uh, got a lot of money he, now. <laughs> got a lot of money now. Have a lot of influence. Backs her up all the way till she kills. He finds He's dead. dead. Yeah. Uh, and then he pulls out the knife and hands it to her. <laughs> yeah. Like here you go. You know, um, they're gonna find you know the box. Uh, so you're gonna be the eat the rich killer. Uh, so you're gonna be yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Yeah. You killed Elliot. Um, this that was the darkest. That was one of the, the worst things he's done. And this is a so man that we, killed multiple people. <laughs> we we had this discussion uh again in our in our chat of we were talking about is there gonna be 
uh, a season season five. I think SV3, you said, like, I thought this was going to be the last season. And then Cher was like, I'm pretty sure there's one more. And at the end of it, you, uh, you kind of conclude that, like, it can't end like this. Because the end is a happy ending for Joe. Of he's in New York with Kate. They're on a big press tour of like, oh, well, we had to do these things. See, he's actually alive. I faked my death. And I just to get away from this crazy woman. And now I found love who's running this company. Uh, Kate is running this company and everything. It's like happy ending. We got Taylor Swift music playing. Yeah, everybody's everybody's happy and joyous at the end of this scene. Uh, and then we were like, no, can't fuck it in like this. Because what he did to Nadia, uh, this is the worst thing he's done to any of these people. I can kind of see, all right, you you kill all these people. There's some justification. Except for Beck, she was the same. There's some justification for some of this stuff. It's not good to kill people. But some of these people aren't the best people in the world. And it's like, ah, all right, I don't mind that they died. They kind of had what's coming to them. And so Nadia did nothing wrong. And yes, the calmness of him, of that scene, was so just scary skin crawling in the best way as a viewer of just like he was more just sure and confident in this than any of the murders that he committed and this is a person who deserved none of this she was just trying she was trying to get to him and then there's the marianne factor who flew halfway across the world she's got a kid and everything to escape him season five we find there is going to be a season five Nadia, Marianne, maybe somebody else, whoever he wrongs in New York now, getting together, and Joe Goldberg has just got to get castrated and cut up and fed at a Chinese food place into all the New Yorkers. All right, that's what's got to happen. Good luck, SP3. This man. <laughs> Thanks so much. Don't be eating Chinese anytime soon. <laughs> He's a creature of habit. Creature of habit, he's going, he's getting served like a chai at a Chinese restaurant. Two things. One, if you have never seen Gossip Girl, watching it again after watching Pin Badgley as Joe Goldberg is so much fucking creepier. Oh, because, I said, oh my god, he's a stalker in that one too. Like, oh, I watched, I, I watched Easy A. I think I think that was the movie. I watched yeah. that with him. And it, yeah, it's so different after watching it. As, as I said I said season one. I said season one of you because it's Pitt and Badgley. And I'm like, but it's Gossip Girl. I'm like, wait, he's a writer who fall Beck looking a little bit like Blake Lively. Wait, wait a second. This is just Pitt Badgley. That's the origin story right there. Gossip that Girl really is the is. origin story. Like of Joe he Goldberg. was obsessed with Serena, and yeah. the only reason he didn't kill her was because she ended up with him at the end. <laughs> like, I mean, that I said that season one, I was like, this is just this is the origin story right here of yes. of, of you is Gossip Girl. So actually, yeah, rewatching I, it makes way more sense than uh, watching it terrifying. originally. Terrifying. Also, side note, but on that show, um, Rufus, first off, his fucking name is Rufus, but Can we, I don't know, Cher Delaware's cut or eyes cut. No, yeah, Cher's frozen. frozen. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, uh, we heard you. Okay. There we go. You were burying Rufus. Rufus is an asshole. His son is stalking people. But he's mad at his daughter because she wants to be popular. Like, okay. 
that show pisses me off. But I'm trying to remember what the second thing was that I was going to say. It was something about how psycho Joe is. I don't know. I He bothers me. We Can we really talk about how great Phoebe and Adam are? They, great in a sense of just like, they're, are you guys not feeling Phoebe and Adam? I like no. Phoebe. I like oh, Phoebe Adam is so, so good. Just the character that he is. I think the actor was brilliant. He's not a good person, mind you. Yeah, yeah, that's it. No, I think no. he's a horrible person. Yeah, he's a terrible was, person. That was the one killing I did not mind at all. Yeah. Like I, I, I thought that was like, thank you, Phoebe can be free. I'm like, like that was not, I was yes. so happy about that. No, I was like, this, this is what I was on the dad's side, Mister Lockwood. <laughs> I was on his side. I was like, yes, good decision, good decision. Even though Kate's mad at you for it, that was a good decision. Oh, mm-hmm. Terrible people, but like their their character is just overall. I thought were fantastic, and I thought they were played very well uh, too. I really love. I thought, their, I thought just, Phoebe was great. Art. Phoebe yeah. was such a sympathetic person that I was yeah. just loved like, her. Please, Joe, Joe, please, please don't kill her. Please yeah. don't kill her. I, that's why I was so happy for that that ending montage where they showed her in Thailand teaching the kids. I was like, oh, she gets to have a happy ending. That's great. That's great. Yes. And she's away from all those toxic people. In London. You know, you know who needs to come back and be the one to solve it all? Jenna Ortega's character. I agree. I think she I feel like she's got to play into season five somehow. I, I think the son gets played into it as well. Joe Joe's kid that he left. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, they think, did reference him. Right. Yeah. And like we know he's we know he's alive. He's back. You would think he would want to see his son in some capacity. I think that comes around in season five. I, Nadia's got to be the Nadia's got to be the one that like pieces it together. Marianne's probably got to be the one that metaphorically pulls the trigger on Joe yes. just dying. I read an article from the actress who played um, Marianne. I can't think of what her name is, and she was talking about how the first time they had her step in the cage that she almost had a panic attack and she was like 10 seconds and i had to get out of there oh. and she was like pin badgley is such a sweetheart just such a great guy but when he morphs into that character she was like it is terrifying like there's just a look in his eyes and she was like i was legitimately scared and then as soon as the scene cut he's like okay like he's fine again <laughs> <laughs> and like because he's a fantastic actor. Like, I mean, the, yeah. just the way that he does that, the role is so believable. And I don't know if there are many other people that I would be like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, like he just does it so well. He, he's, he's great. He's one of those iconic characters in, in a way, it's kind of like Tony Soprano, where he could be the top baby face like that, yes. but could also be the top heel. He, he goes from heel to babyface at like a moment's notice and they play those characters so well like he does mm-hmm. I wish he he got like Emmy nominations for this because his performance yeah. was was great overall Jenna Ortega is gonna show up as Wednesday Adams and fuck him up <laughs> <laughs> the, the real the real question the real question here a couple things one end of the first season they played exile by taylor swift that was, or it, not first season uh third season right. end of season yeah. four they played uh anti-hero what what is the taylor swift closing song for season five 
she just has to come out with another album before season I don't know five. if she's going to come out with an album this year, though, and I imagine season five is coming out next year. Because it's usually every they, every two years. They haven't started filming it yet. Yeah, so. true. Okay, now the big question. They got to wait you... for Taylor to get her album ready before they can start filming. <laughs> <laughs> like they're basing it all on the closing month. Come the fuck on, Taylor. <laughs> all right, very, very stupid, stupid thing. Did you guys notice the code to the cage? Hell no. no. What was, was it? it? One sixty nine. No, one two, one three eight nine was the code. That's her birthday, isn't it? That is Taylor Swift's birthday. <laughs> you can't tell me that was not intentional. You can't tell me that was not intentional. <laughs> so that's season badly. five, Taylor Swift comes in season five and solves the fucking crime. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> that would rule. There you go. She's I, I, the detective. I will, say, I will say I loved the Beck in Love cameos. Uh, yes, those were good. Those, those were, were good. good. those were good. It also reminded of just how, like, Kate, whatever. I like the chemistry between Joe and Kate always felt off. Uh, the did. scene with love, you could just. Oh, it's like, it's like, there yo, again. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, I'm like, yo, this was the perfect one for you, man. Yeah. Like, really? Beck was a saint, but love was his match. Like, that's the yin love, to his Love yin. was just trying to match his energy. Oh, like, yeah. she, there is an alternate you universe where Joe and love just travel cross country and just murder people. And it's actually a, it's a, it's a romantic show instead of a, it's actually a, a podcast that I listened to earlier about a couple of serial killers. It's all, it's actually about like love and, and family and stuff. They got their family. kid with them. They're just committing murders by committing day, murders. or I guess by night, going to Chuck E. Cheese by day. It's just, it's great. Oh my God. Lovely That's stuff. the real show that we Oh, made. another another one they need to be involved with uh, is the eventual catching of Joe was the couple. The couple they had in the cage that became famous <laughs> off of being in the cage together, the black and the, nah, the white. They got, they, their, were they got their 15 minutes. They were amazing. They, they were, were so great. Unlikable. They were. So <laughs> unlikable at the beginning. And then everybody was like, they are the greatest couple of all time <laughs> by the end. <laughs> like... <laughs> Do you think they, oh, maybe they come God. out and they're like, this guy actually sucks. <laughs> like, what do, what do you think <laughs> trapped us in a cage? Yeah. For, for, this guy's not a hero all, at all. All of a sudden you see Kate on Twitter and Joe Goldberg's trending and it's just <laughs> vlogging about how bad he sucks. <laughs> the person oh, who took over God. Moody's. Because that's, that's what I think the bookstar that he purchased was. I think it's Moody's. Moody's from season one. I think that's yeah. the, the, the the bookstore that he purchased that he was talking about at the end. We need to make a list of how many people he's killed. I'm sure so. I don't think we need to do it. I'm sure somebody someone has, has more free. There's probably a you a YouTube video of yeah. all the people. That, There's that definitely a Reddit where people argue over if he if he killed certain people or not. Definitely, yeah, that, that's that's definitely already. On Holy there. shit. <laughs> Sorry, I posted something about how I needed someone to, um, I said, graphic design is my passion. 
but I need someone to um, make something for me. And I said I would pay them in simoleons, like from Sims. And uh, I have 23 <laughs> message requests on Twitter now. You're going to get message requests for, for anything you do, Share Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all like, let me show you my portfolio. Like, no, I just fucking need you to make something for me. <laughs> like, I don't need a portfolio. Oh, uh, anyway, so, we have so much shit to talk about still. <laughs> yes, we, we have. Uh, we've wrapped up on you. Great season. As Great. as uh, SV3 said, came back around from the first half of the season. I didn't mind the first half of the season. I did not like uh, the first half because it wasn't enough of Joe killing people. So to find out in the second half of the season that it was all Joe killing people all along, that's what that's why it it's it, they came back from 25 down in the fourth quarter and turned the whole season around for me. Anyway, it was a great season and I look forward to the final uh final season where Joe Goldberg dies in horrifying ways is all we can actually hope for all right i sent ross the link hours ago uh it's not replied so i'm going to do the milf manor on my own here (laughs) why are you guys so so sad there's only two one episode left because i watched i watched the first reactions i did miss your reactions reactions last last week i did i did miss it I had to overcompensate for you. <laughs> Just your like reaction overcompensating. <laughs> your reactions were actually was actually my reaction to the show this week because they got to pick. I'm actually not going to talk about Milk Manor a whole lot. All right, because I'm actually very sad at this show. Is they got to pick? Hey, who is in? Who is your match? Who is your Milk Manor match? And you text your pick. And then if you pick the same person, then you you continue on your journey together, right? Everyone knows how invested I've been in Charlene getting the dick, getting the, the Bill Hader good penetration, right? That's what she needs. That's, That's what, what we're calling needs. it from now on, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the give, Bill Hader penetration. Give her the hater. Give her the hater. <laughs> oh, everyone knows how invested I've been in this. Last yes, week we she does the she she goes on the the cactus date with Ryan, which she was not about that, and she wanted the different kind of cactus, the different kind of prick. And we, we don't know how that ended, but she message she texted Ryan. She thought she had a connection with Ryan. Like, all right, Ryan makes sense. There's nobody else on the show who's gonna message her. Hopefully, Ryan will text her name as well we'll continue on whatever happens happens don't care just need charlene on the show they get to the big meetup where and you got to do this in front of people which is actually kind of tremendous because some people uh like three people picked like jose and jose could only obviously pick one so he's got to like break two hearts in front of everybody which is great uh so he did pick one of the three though he picked kelly yes he picked kelly it would be even better if three people picked him and he picked none of them (laughs) <laughs> oh, that would have been fantastic too. But he was gonna pick one. He, Kelly is the one who he snuck off with. I'm pretty sure something happened there. Uh, so we picked Kelly. His mom's not happy that he picked Kelly or anything like that. Um, so, so we get to the big matchup ceremony, and Charlene texted Ryan, and she gets a text and is like, "Charlene, you did not get a like back. You did not get a match. 
Ryan did not pick Charlene. He said that there he didn't see a romantic connection with her. He didn't think there was any kind of future, so he could not pick Charlene. Listen to me, Ryan. I know you're watching this show. I'm angry. I'm very, very angry with you. I'm going to give you a stern lecture right now. This show has never been about, was never about finding romantic, true, long-term love. The women on this show are in their 50s. It's called MILF Manor. The boys on this show are in their 20s. There's no long-term love here, all right? This show is about the fucking, Ryan. You had prime opportunity for the fucking with the person who was most down for the fuck. And you blew it. You were in the sex education class, going to town on the orange, and you knew what you were trying to get yourself into here with Charlene, and you prioritized morality and love? I am the biggest lover of love on this show, maybe in the entire world. And I am telling you, you needed to put love aside and just fuck. Just give this woman what she needed. You might be bad. You might not have the Bill Hader dick. I don't care. You actually might make things worse. All right. You might maybe that's maybe that's why so. he he didn't match with her. Maybe he knew he didn't have the hater. Don't care. He had the he was fine using his tongue going going to town. He had the Simmons. Okay, that was the, that was the, the Gene Simmons. <laughs> he was fine with that. Just take care of this woman. Just you're going around showing cactuses? Huh? She doesn't care about the kind the cactuses you were showing her. I'm why angry. Are we talking about, why are we talking about cacti? Because he went, took her on a cacti date, Cher Delaware. Yeah. Oh, what? Yes. He goes and he walks her around this cactus park and he is like, do you know, it takes them a long time to grow. Maybe he was trying to tell us something that he could not grow quick enough for her. Maybe that was the point of the cacti Jesus. dates. Maybe that's how he was trying to let her down. I don't care. They don't take her out, Ryan. Don't do that to her. Don't lead her date. on. I can't get over a cacti. If someone is like, let's go on a date, and they take me to a fucking cacti farm, I am out. <laughs> what the Don't fuck? Don't leave her on. I'm so angry at this man. Maybe he thought she'd break up with him on the cacti date, and she didn't. He was like, well, goddamn it. She just wanted to have sex. It was very clear. And there's so eight... 10 however many boys on this show who are just what are we doing so charlene's off the show now she's off the show tlc i tweeted it i'm gonna manifest it here on this show tlc next neck the spinoff has got to be i need charlene to be the flavor of love i need her to be the center of oh attention the center of attention where you bring in I love Charlene. Yes. You bring in Manor. Charlene Manor's good. You bring in Rock of Charlene. You bring in (laughs) men and not boys and you give Charlene what she wants. All right. That needs to be the next show. 
That's what we need, TLC. Make the spinoff. You love your damn spinoffs. Make this happen. They do. They do. I don't care if you get one viewer. You will get one viewer. Because I will watch this every week. Yes. (laughs) Every week. And I will promote it. (laughs) I will not. You know, I'm not even just watching the show. I'm promoting the show. I'm tweeting about the show. I'm talking about this show on this platform. I'll write articles on Fightful.com about this show. I don't give a shit. Sean Ross Sapp ain't firing me. I'll write these articles. I'll tie it into wrestling somehow. <laughs> I'll make this work. I'm promoting your show as well. Make he's this gonna happen. Be like, he's going to be he like, Charlene it. has sex. It's the biggest streak being broken since The Undertaker at WrestleMania 30. Yeah. She wants a hater, and we have the women's champion, Jamie Hater. They got A&E airs their stupid uh, biographies every week. I'll, I'll talk about the ratings, like, but you know what did better ratings than biography? <laughs> TLC, Mill, TLC, Rock of Charlene, Rockin' Charlene. Like, Charlene, that better, man. That, that did better ratings. I'll make this work. I'm telling you, TLC, put the show I'm on I'm going to end up in the hospital from <laughs> locking my jaw from I, I, I'll give you all the coverage and promotion you need, TLC. Don't worry about it. Make this show happen for me, just for me, and I will bring it to the masses. There's my pitch. I don't know what happened with the rest of the show. Who cares? One of the ex-husbands came back and tried to fuck his ex and didn't care. Oh, you know what did happen is the little 20-year-old who was Ross, I, and the wife are all 1 million percent certain this man has never touched a boob, seen a boob, felt an oh, ass Kelly? or anything. <laughs> yeah, Kelly's son. I could tell. So, that, that, like, from the, because uh, yeah. uh, Sharon oh, told yeah. him earlier, I watched the first episode of, of Milk Manor. Because of Sa'i Niangi, I blame him. Uh, I saw uh, he was tweeting about it. Yeah, yes. and I, guy. I watched that and I was like, yeah, this this kid has never had sex in his life. So Talking about, oh yeah, you, you have to have that confidence to go for a MILF. Yeah. So so he, he is the one who paired up with April and April's ex-husband came in and immediately on the date just like swooped her up and was like, hey, let's go fuck. This is what Charlene needed, by the way. He swooped her up and was like, let's go fuck. And then he just sits there and like does nothing. Should have swung on this dude. Uh, sits there and does nothing, everything. But he gets pulled aside by Paula's daughter, and Paula's daughter is like, "What's up?" And he's like, he's giving her like, "Hey, hey, what's what's going on?" And he just clearly has no idea how to talk to to this woman. He didn't know how to talk to the moms. He is definitely struck by the this younger version of Paula. He he looks like he is just lost, lost out there. Uh, uh, the wife says, "The wife says Joey is on because Kelly wanted to go, and like you had to bring your son. So this is a field trip for him. Like, come on, come on, parent chaperone trip. You gotta go on this because uh, I gotta go, and I need I need you to come along with me. That's what this is for him. That's the Milk Manor update. Make make Charlene Manor, make Rock and Charlene TLC. This is my pitch to you. The season finale is this week." I'll be back to recap it next week. What else do we have? Uh, Share Delaware. Did you watch episode one of Farmer Wants a Wife? Fuck no. You, come on! (laughs) 
You made me proud, Cher. Thank you, Cher. Way to be proud. You teased me. You texted. You tweeted that you were like, I'm going to do it. Should I do it? And I'm like, yes. I said, should do I do it? it? And you said yes. And then I turned it off and turned on I Love Lucy because I watched the same things over and over and over. No, that I'm was not confirmation. That. that was you saying yes was confirmation for her not to watch it. Yeah. But I will share with everyone here what I shared with you two. Um, my friend Casey, she trains horses and she does a lot of um, like Western modeling and stuff for clothes. Gorgeous, gorgeous girl. She told us, told me, told Facebook that she was reached out to by Farmer Once a Wife, wanting them, they wanted her to be on the show, knowing. She has been with her husband for about 16 years and married for, I think, 11 because reality TV is fake. But she's hot, so they wanted her to come on the show, and she was like, no, I don't think so. So then she and I had a whole conversation about how you guys are going to go on the circle using my pictures and pretend to be me, and she was like, now that's what I want to do. She's like, I want to go in the circle as me, but I want to use my husband's pictures and troll hey, people. That one season too. That one season too. So just saying there's precedent for this. Well, while Jeremy is disappointed, me and Cher can talk about the biggest news in reality television of the weekend. Sammy Sweetheart is back, baby. The Jersey Jersey Shore agenda is back, baby. Remin I was reminiscing about when Jersey Shore was appointment television, seasons one through three, where they were hitting it out the park. Season one, when Snooki got snuffed. And then from there on, the rest of the season was money with the love triangle of Ronnie, Sam, and Situation. Then you had Miami, where 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 Ronnie had the boobs and the and the booty all in his face in the club on the first night. And then Snooky and Jenny wrote the note. Who wrote the note? You two. Uh, <laughs> great stuff. And I can't blame her for not coming back until Ron wasn't on there. Ron is a fucking crazy person. Like, that man is nuts. He has the worst roid rage I have ever seen in my life. I, I will say, though, Ronnie was responsible for the two most entertaining seasons of Family oh, yeah. Vacation. With with his drama with his baby mom, especially when in Las Vegas when she snuck when she slapped him when she slapped him, I was like, I was like, baby girl, you're on television. You can't you can't but, say that he was the one. Like you you got oh, cameras yeah. right here. You just slapped. But of course, Sammy didn't want to go on that because Ronnie is still in love with her, yes. and like he was absolutely and, still gonna be all up on her and that's how they kept getting back into relationship it was being on the same reality show if you remember yes. the first time around with jersey show it was it was they would break up when the filming stopped they would get back together when the filming started break up when the filming stopped get back together mm -hmm. when the filming started they were in this whole cycle and she had to break the cycle completely yeah. And not come back until he was firmly gone. I think he's doing what his third, his second or third stint in rehab because he had because yeah. he 
Because because if, if he he could have said for a long time they were equally toxic to one another because Sammy yes. was very annoying uh, in her run. Oh on yeah, the, she was on super fucking year. annoying. She was yeah. she was annoying as hell and she was an enabler to his behavior as well. But Ron proved with his baby mama relationship that he was in fact the problem, and then doubled down on that when he found a normal girl, the bear girl. Uh, what in season three, season four, and then he he did the same thing with her. He abused her. I was like, mm-hmm. dude, yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go. You you gotta. Yeah. When situ- when when you and situation do the equivalent of Brett and Austin's WrestleMania thirteen, the greatest double uh double turn of all time, because situation was firmly the heel, and there was people that could relate to Ronnie with uh, having the annoying girlfriend, and he was the baby face in this whole situation, especially when they got in the fight in Italy and situation lost oh, yeah. to the wall and not Ronnie. Um, <laughs> like you could you could have said Ronnie was the baby face situation was the heel but when family vacation started they swapped positions because ronnie still couldn't get over the fact that situation was a jerk during the first season first uh series and situation's already getting his life together he's got to deal with going to jail these people are like 40 years old now like why are you still acting 22 ron like situation situation's already been in prison his ass has already been in prison. Like what? He's been to rehab twice himself before There's you. Like Seventy-two women on this show. Like they just keep. They keep adding women. Yes, yes. yes. They get into a relationship, add a woman, and now you yeah. got all the now. Now for the first time, you got all the original women on there. You got yeah. Angelina, Sammy, Dina, Jenny, Snooky. Because Snooky had left after the speech. At the at the yeah. wedding, that's when family vacation peaked for me. Was the speech at, at Angelina's wedding? That was that was the peak of family vacation, and then it took a downturn when they were still complaining about the speech a year later. It was like, all right, get over it. Y'all need something else to to to, to start the drama. There's no drama yeah. here. I don't care about Angelina because I knew it wasn't ever going to work out with her husband anyway. But I am glad Sammy Sweetheart is back. Also, I will say I did not know that. Like when they were talking about all the, have you seen the one where they're talking about all the adoption stuff? What adoption stuff? <laughs> so Angelina wants to have a baby, but she is divorced. Okay. And of course, Jenny and in her infinite wisdom says, you could just get a sperm donor. It's like picking it out of a catalog. <laughs> oh my God. And they were talking about adoption. Of course, everybody knows that Snooky was adopted. Mm-hmm. And then um, Angelina was talking about how she thinks that she was adopted. Her mother has always told her that her dad is not her biological dad. And I know, she, I know she has talked about before her dad, like she never like really met him or hasn't seen him in so yes. long. Yeah, she yeah. said like he treated her differently than her sister's. And then Dina was talking about how her mom had a kid when she was really young and put it up for adoption. And then the kid came back and lived with them. And then Jenny was talking about how like, she's a sperm donor baby. And I'm like, what the, like, why are all of you? Like, what's happening? But Snooki said her name before she was, her name was like freaking Clementine or some bullshit before she was adopted. <laughs> but yeah, I was reading an article on that the other day too, and I was like, "That's very interesting." 
to have all of these different like different situations but kind of the same situation together but they were trying to get angelina because she was like i'm 38 years old you know i don't want to get married again but i want to have a kid and smithy's like i got 72 kids so (laughs) (laughs) you can have one (laughs) that's all that's all the show is take your pick it's it's just it's just kids and their significant others. That that's the the whole show now. Which which I'm good I'm good with. My my missus is able to watch it now. She's she's watched pretty much the whole family vacation series with me. We're we're a couple of sh- episodes behind of this current season, but she never watched the original Jersey Shore because she's really Italian and she she felt like the original series was a disgrace to the whole Italian nationality. So she never watched it. So I had I, I had to tell her I was like, you missed out on reality television gold seasons one through so three. Funny. I talk about this to my friends all the time that are like Italian that live like New Jersey, New York, and they're like, fuck that show. I hate that show. And then I've got my friend Frankie, who is Puerto Rican, who lived like right by the shore growing up. And he's like, fuck that show. It ruined the show, the shore and everything. And I'm like, I'm a white girl from the Midwest. Go Jersey Shore. <laughs> I was like, I'm a black dude from Harlem. Yes. <laughs> so it's awesome. I used to dress like the situation. And probably every time I went to the club, I, I would be like, it. it's, like, it's, it's oh, shirt time. Pumping. Yes, I would fist pump. I learned how to fist pump. Cabs are here. Cabs are here. Cabs are here. Laundry. I mean, exactly. GTL. GTL. I was like, I was like, I could do the gym. I could do the laundry. I can't tan because I'm already tan. But See, I can do everything save, else. You just save time. You don't exactly. got to I save time and money on not tanning. So, so I mean, Polly may have been like the same skin complexion as you, but. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That took a lot of time, ladies and gentlemen. But yes, this show was iconic. It was actually seasons one through four, because I forgot season three is when they go back to the shore, and then season four, they go to Italy. Italy is where the peak, That's the last two seasons is where it fell off, but the peak was season four when they go back to Italy. Yeah. I do look forward to Sammy, sweetheart, the sweetest bitch you'll ever meet. Uh... I'm the sweetest bitch you ever meet. Glad, Which was a blatant lie. And fuck Ronnie. That guy sucks. Oh my yeah, god, Ronnie. Yeah. Ronnie, you, right, you, we, you. We have to quickly uh, do the challenge because we've talked about so much on the show. Oh, yeah, I, I, don't not know, I don't even know who I have. Can you guys tell me? Or like, put up well, let's. Up okay, thing. so, you know, we'll recap the episode one uh, and episode two next week. That's okay. That's fair. Okay. Um, let's get into. I, I just want to say I do love this series. I feel like this 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 season is going to be it better does. than every other season that we've seen before. It, it's also a good start. It is off to a promising start. So share. This is the team that, that we drafted for you. Uh, you are allowed to make a trade within the round. So for example. If you would like to trade Naya, you can trade her for Troy or Kiki. If you would like to trade, sorry, I'm trying to read this. Okay. <laughs> if if you would like to trade Jordan, you can trade him for Casey or Theo. Does that make sense? Oh, uh-huh. so I got Johnny. 
Jordan. Yeah. Darrell. Um, Naya. Justine and Ben. Um, who the fuck is Ben? He's the one from Challenge USA that wears a cowboy hat. Did we miss players SB3? I feel like we did now. That feels like that's not enough people. Because watching the first it episode... Was 30. It was 30 altogether, so it should be... Yeah. So I think we might have to do a... Uh, Yeah, because we didn't do any, we didn't do any of the challenge Argentina players. That's who. Yeah, I knew we missed like a country, so that that was not the whole country. Well, it wasn't listed. We missed the whole country, and we don't have a lot of the UK players. There's no Kaz, there's no Tristan, there's no Nathan, and there's no Zara. So we miss UK. We miss all the UK players and all the uh, Argentina players. Well, the list I was given was trash, and I tried to and I tried to look for the list of before because we recorded this on a Wednesday, and technically the first episode was out by that Wednesday, so I didn't want any right. spoilers when I was looking for for this. All right, so we're gonna do. I'll just stick. I'll just stick with who I got. Okay. Yeah, we we, so we built you a, a great team. Yeah, I like, I like your for you. I like your team more than mine, except for Wes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I just I'll just stick with who I got. I think that's like the fairest way. Well, we wanted I, to give you, you know, we wanted to give you a chance to make it make a trade within the round if if you wanted to. So you you're more than you're completely free to do that. No, I'm good. Thank you, though. I just had a provider tell me she's gonna call her insurance commissioner. I don't know what the fuck that means, but okay. <laughs> And look at us hooking up the, the chat again. Grant has been the MVP of the first two episodes. Spoiler alert. Two? Is the second episode out? The, the Yeah, the first and second episode uh, was the first week. The first week they oh, dropped two. Oh, I only watched the first one. I didn't realize mm-hmm. the second one was out. Oh, I, ha- I had right. to watch that one immediately because they, they cut it off at them draft. Yeah, at the draft. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, well, I'll just watch the draft next week. I didn't realize the mm-hmm. second one was already there. Okay, well, then I've got to uh, watch that then. All right. Um, So who... See, now I got to figure out who the hell we're missing, and that's... A you, no, I told you. All the UK players and all the Argentina players. All right, so, so what happened... UK... Go ahead. The UK players is Tristan who won and uh, Kaz. Tristan and Kaz won the UK season. And you got Zara and Nathan was the other two from the UK. And then the Argentina players was Benhai, Rodrigo, Claudia, I think that was her name, and uh, Zuzu. Okay, Kaz, you got you to gotta slow it down. I just did. Kaz, Tristan. Tristan. All right, who else? Uh, Nathan. I knew Nathan because he was on Catfish UK. <laughs> was Nate, Nathan's? Oh. I didn't know there was a Catfish UK. Yeah, they do. Okay. They have Nathan. And uh, Zara. Zara. Okay. 
And then the right. Argentina players was Ben High, Benja, spelled Benja, but I think it's pronounced Ben High. Okay. Uh, then you got Rodrigo, who who does a nice salsa dance with Justine. All right. And you got Zuzu. Who? Z U Z U. I think it was. Zuzu. Uh, Zuzu. This person is not listed. Or Juju or J U. Yeah, is it is it Juju? Yeah, Juju. Yeah. yeah, my bad. Zuzu or Juju. I don't know. I'm one of those. Yeah, um, some shit like that. Some shit like that. Uh, and Claudia, I think, was the last one. Okay. All right. Let's do a very quick draft here. So it would technically be my pick. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going. Chat, you don't need anybody else. You got you got a good player already. Chat might end up with a couple other people. Uh, I'm going to take. I look. I can't pretend like I know these people. I'm. I'm going to take Kaz. That makes sense. She won the, Watch the one UK episode. Season. All right, Kaz. All right. Your pick has to be three. I'm going to take Zara, who won the qualifier. Okay. Chair. Sure. What? Your list. <laughs> right there. That's your list. Should we draft or share again? Give me the Juju <laughs> Zuzu person. Okay. Damn. You have another I, pick, I, I wanted to tell her something to be like, maybe you should think otherwise, but that would be spoiling. I'm not going to do that. No, I don't care. <laughs> you like the name. I get it. I already um, have my trophy. It's not like I have to buy another one. Share. Jeremy, have you bought yours yet? I have to buy my trophy. I did send you the link, so you. I know you did. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm blaming myself that I'm just haven't gotten around to it. Sure. Do you know how you hard it was for me to spend money on a penis trophy? That that's what I'm. Point? I'm having trouble coming to grips <laughs> with is spending money on this thing. Yeah, same. Uh, all right, you you have another pick, Cher. God damn it. Um. Claudia. Rethink that. No. It's the only name I could read. <laughs> Leave me alone. I, I, I love I love Jeremy also doing the spoiling. SV3. I don't care. I am trying to keep my streak of losing every season. <laughs> well, you're off to a good start. You're off to a good start. Uh Rodrigo. I like his dancing skills. Fair. All right. I'm going to take uh, Tristan, and then we'll give the chat Nathan and Ben High, and Nathan has already been eliminated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just give them Ben High. Just give them Ben High. <laughs> At this point. <laughs> oh, and and Cher, I, I tried to... She tried to Claudia. Yeah, Claudia has already been eliminated too. That's fine. I don't care. All right. There we go. All right. We'll we'll recap the, the episodes next week since I didn't realize I've not seen the draft episode yet. So I didn't realize that was already out. So we'll have Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say all the only spoiler alert is that 
thumbs up for our draft. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. Any anything you want to plug, Share Delaware? Um no, I don't I don't know. Uh follow me on Twitter at Share Delaware. I'm doing daily posts this month about um women in wrestling. So oh, nice. you can go check those out. SP3, anything you'd like to plug? Uh, check out my interview with Montezzi that is up on the uh, True Hill Heat YouTube channel. He is the co-host of Swerve City Podcast with Swerve Strickland, rapper extraordinaire. Talk about his whole process of making songs, how he became friends with Swerve, how he started the Swerve City Podcast, how they reacted to it being taking off the WWE Network, all that good stuff that's up on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. I'll be over there, AE Ramble on Thursday, True Hill Heat flagship podcast on Saturday. So check all that out. And uh, Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast later today with uh, Rick Uchino. And check out uh, Smack Talk with Dutch Mantel, where he's been insulting people, including Ric Flair from this past week, due to their Twitter beef. So Twitter beefs all around. I support Twitter beefs. Milf Manor had higher ratings than the XFL and the WWE on A and E stuff. So let that be known to everybody. Uh everybody support SP3. Is that real? Did it yeah. really? Yeah. That's hilarious. I told you it would. People love this show. That's why they gotta do the spin-off and I'll write about it. Uh oh, everyone support SP3. So the uh continued opportunities will go to his head and his new success. Uh, he will bit of bit of extra exposure, man. Just goes to my head. I start ranting uh, about the Lakers and stuff, you know. Yeah, God so the extra it. extra exposure. Uh, you know, actually, don't don't support SP3. So exposure. <laughs> <laughs> so we keep him here on this stupid show, and he realizes he doesn't have anything better to do with his time. Oh, he would never leave us. <laughs> At some point, SB3 is gonna he's gonna actually uh, he's he's gonna make it much bigger than he is. And he's like, you know what? I can't be talking about the hater dick and stuff. <laughs> That's gonna get me in too much trouble. <laughs> now, uh, who wants a job where they tell you you can't talk about getting hatered? I mean, true. That's true. I want I want a job where I could chill for the LA LA Lakers and I become a parody of myself. That's what I really want to do. Um I, mean, I will I will also plug right here on Fightful Overbook this Friday. It's coming back, y'all. Degrassi dudes. Yeah, my good friend Steven Jensen has watched season 14 of Degrassi, which he has called the worst piece of television he has ever seen. So <laughs> that is the teaser for Friday. This Friday, 9.30 a.m. Eastern. And once I get my face back to some semblance of normal, SP3 and I are going to um, talk about, what was it we were going to talk about? Um, One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill. Character tier list. And we also have to rank villains. Oh, yes. There you go. Oh, yes. Uh, go, go support SP3. Give him the continued extra exposure. That certainly won't go to his head at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit uh everybody on twitch twitch.tv slash fightful gaming in about an hour and a half or so i'm gonna be there playing more wb2k play my rise i think i'm gonna go into my rise we're gonna create sos son of sid and we're going to be the master and ruler 
His son of six is that isn't that SP3's kid? My son. Yeah. I I was not I was I actually was thinking I guess. (laughs) I actually was thinking of of you uh, when I when I uh thought of it but of course i'm going son of sid psycho sid the the greatest wwe champion of all time we're gonna make him super tall give him the curly hair and everything we're just gonna make him taller and he's gonna shit his pants during wrestlemania main events (laughs) so that's that's what we're doing on (laughs) twitch.tv as we're gonna do on twitch.tv slash mythical gaming come hang out watch the past stream that is up on the the channel on overbooked or twitch right now if you would like thanks for hanging out we'll be back next week talking all nonsense just fucking what what kind of boo-boo buddy is that this is, is a, a ghost oh it's a penguin oh oh my kids would really enjoy the, the penguin loves the penguins all right everybody we'll be back next week talking more nonsense in the fucking world because we're not even limited to basketball reality tv <laughs> at this point or, nope stupid as shit bye everybody yeah.